0: Bloody Elbow presents MMA Depressed Us, the show that looks back at some fights that were so bad that they were good, fights that were just incredibly bad, and fights that were deeply disappointing.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the MMA Depressed Us. with Me, Zane Simon, and my co-hosts, as always, Connor rebush and Phil mckenzie We're back quick, quick this time. I didn't even have enough time to miss you, uh, to miss either of you. I, you know, feels a little weird. Especially Phil, I mean Connor, I have to deal with every week, but and yet, yeah, he me every time i I try to miss you as often as I can. It's true, I mean, yeah,
2: both of us have Connor as just like a constant oppressive presence in our lives, yeah. just it's, unavoidable
1: it, It's one of those things it's like living near the airport mm. where it's it, the noise is so awful and so constant. But you adapt to it to the point that, like, if you go, you know, if you like stay somewhere else or go on vacation, suddenly it's like, wow, this silence. So, so app- what, and, it, you and, know. And when you go on vacation, what do you need? I don't know. Is this a, is this a quiz? I was not prepared. I'm just saying, well, well you know, the airport's very useful. Uh, yeah, it's true. You...
2: Yeah, that is. He's right. He's right, Zane. Your mess for sucks. <laughs> airports are useful Connor, Connor is not if, if there was some place that just had just <laughs> howling vacuous noise for no reason now that that would be the Connor yeah. analogy. Like living,
3: living next door to a noise factory <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of loud machinery
1: that does Live, nothing living next door to a man who's just constantly banging a pipe with a wrench all the time <laughs> Yeah,
2: just like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just random noise. Thank you, Molly,
1: joining like in.
3: Zane's goddamn dog.
1: Yes, oh, Molly, is, is helping mimic. I, I'm getting now. I, I, am getting the impression of noise in stereo. Mm. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. So what are we doing here today? Yeah, we're back doing the MMA depressed us, and today's theme, once again, returning to an oldie but a goodie, is other brothers and we have three fights dialed up all of them on UFC Fight Pass uh, featuring Ildemar Alcantara taking on Leandro Silva Alex Stiebling taking on Jason Guida and Alex Stiebling taking on Mark Hughes now we were gonna do and I still wish we could have An entirely Alex Stiebling-themed episode. Stiebling versus Other Brothers. Yes, because not only has he fought Mark Hughes, not only has he fought uh, Jason Guida, but he also fought Ninja Hua and Little Nog. Yeah. But the the, the Ninja Hua fight was like one minute long, and uh, we couldn't find the Little Nog bout, so... We're sticking. We've just thrown in the most boring other brother we could find, Ildemar Alcantara.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was actually a pretty tough process of elimination as well, because you need a at least a moderately fun and or famous brother. Yep. And yeah, and this one, like this brother, can't actually be like can't be the he can't be the fun one. Even if he's the less accomplished one, he can't be the fun one. Yeah. No we, Brian Camosis.
1: Yeah, we tried Brian Camosi. We tried Junior Asantel. We tried we we had to debate which of the Rochults would would be uh the worst between them. And they both on too much. Yeah. So instead we're going with Ildemar Alcantara, whose brother Yuri Alcantara was definitely always fun. And definitely Not nearly as annoying as my dog right now, who cannot stop herself from going nuts over something. I have no idea what. Worst part is that after every barking spree, she gets all she like starts huffing, where she's just like like a horse chuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, clearly expressed frustration. Yeah. Well, me and Phil
3: know what the barking is about, but we understand also what you can't say not making fun of my racist dogs. I'm just saying it's not, you, it's not, you're not in control of who walks past the apartment. You know, the, you know, it's hey everyone's out there.
1: <laughs> okay. We're stopping that joke right now. Mailmen, men, Zane, obviously. Yeah. Obviously she does actually hate mailmen, men. It's true. Yeah. All right. So we're going to dive straight ahead here. Uh, as always, if you're watching along with us on Fight Pass, I will think, I will say countdown to the start of the video. Three, two, one, go. You can hit play. We're starting them right at the beginning each time. So you just hit play when I say go at the start of the video and you can watch along. And Connor will try and key in and tell everyone when round one begins. So if you're watching videos on any other platform, Uh, pulling up these fights some other way, then you can queue up to round one with us. So on that note, Ildemar Alcantara, Leandro Silva, starting in three, two, one, go.
3: I'm half a second behind. It's over. It's over. All right. I'm going to be missing some major
1: action beats. Some some well-meaning fan uh, of the show, I assume it was a fan and not just uh, you know somebody who was you got waylaid searching for porn, mm-hmm. but uh, it, uh, somebody some well-meaning fan suggested that we should just one person queue up the, the video and then we just screen share, mm-hmm. and a that undercuts a major part of what makes this show so depressing, mm-hmm. trying to navigate this stupid uh, thing. And then B, unfortunately, it would also cut into the incredibly limited bandwidth we're already working with. True, our audio would probably suffer even you know worse than it is already. Yeah. Also, what How would what good? would
2: Connor be good for then?
1: Exactly. It's true. Like uh,
2: this is you know, uh, like people need work it's in true. this economy. It's not about necessarily whether the the jobs are actually worthwhile in and of themselves, mm-hmm. but. Connor's minimal self-respect is based upon his, you know, presumably key role as the person who, I mean, let's be honest, mostly misses uh, the starts of every fight.
3: Yeah, the uh, keeping like three separate instances of the same video synced just barely and saying when the first round begins is sort of like the equivalent of those walls they had the Irish build uh, during the famine, (laughs) you know, when like Phil's family... Mm-hmm. Like trying to keep its
1: various it's tenants
3: true. busy during the potato famine.
1: That's true.
3: Like just build these walls to nowhere. You can't just we can't just yep. give you money
1: now, can we? Of course. <laughs> that's why I mean that's why I have Phil too because he has the requisite knowledge of oppression. Yeah. He, now Zane, I have a question for you. Yeah.
3: Change of topic or really back to an earlier topic. How does one get waylaid searching for porn? I you know can I tell I, you I, something, Zane. Yeah. When I'm searching for porn, it's usually because. I can't get way late.
2: Damn it. You had to do it, didn't you? Yeah. You just let the pun go.
3: I heard Zane start to laugh before he realized he was supposed to be angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win. Oh, Lord. <laughs> i back to my famine wall now. What are those called? There's a name for those things. What are those called, Phil? You should know. You you live within a hundred miles of there.
2: <laughs> yes, that is how large the British Isles are. You are correct.
3: You um, three hundred miles, four hundred miles of there at, at most.
2: hmm Um, not more than four hundred miles. From yeah, North. I mean, I, I don't concern myself with uh, what what those <laughs> the, what, what what less peoples do.
1: Phil and the working classes have barely a nodding recognition.
2: I just expect my uh, suit and trousers to be pressed (laughs) and for my dogs to be well fed and my horses to be, you know, fast and strong and. For them, for my chimney to be well swept, that's all I ask for (laughs) oh simple man that's all was this uh before the alcantara brothers went to uh jackson wink
1: uh i don't know it must, it must
3: be after this is late in uh, ildemar's ufc run right
1: i don't think no, it is, actually. it's Actually,
3: it's not all i know is after this he fought igor araujo who I'm pretty sure was like a Jackson wing fighter for
2: his entire career. Okay, so maybe when he fought that guy, he was like, this guy's guy's so good. How did he get this good? I want to learn how to be as awesome as Igor Arusha. (laughs) I
3: think that is what happened. Uh,
1: They they, They don't have a... Let's see... Yeah, wiki is usually pretty good about this, but they only have them under the Mirage Brothers fight team and the Wand fight team. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so they they founded their own fight team, and then they were like, actually, we can't do this. And then they like there were these really like kind of touching stories about how they couldn't uh, they couldn't like. They weren't actually that close to to uh, like Jackson Wink, mm-hmm. and so they'd have to uh, they'd have to like drive hours into the gym every day.
3: Yuri rode Ildemar for three hours there and back <laughs> every morning, and night.
1: I mean, to be fair, too, <laughs> you, the kind of person who wants to live in Albuquerque. Yeah, like if ever there was a hole forgotten yeah. by. I'm gonna move out of Brazil
2: to Albuquerque. Yeah.
1: Albuquerque I wanna be in the ghetto but the desert. But dry. dry. Yeah, but yeah. dry. Dead. I want the I want the ghetto, but everything around it is dead. That would be Albuquerque. It's where John Jones wants to live. Think about that. He got kicked out of Jackson Wink. And he still stayed in Albuquerque to go to a different Jackson Wink school across town. Is that really what happened?
3: Yeah. That dude's never fighting again.
2: So what you're saying is that maybe Albuquerque is secretly super awesome. Because I everyone think- seems to like it. I better bet than Brazil. I bet
3: there's good Mexican food. Yeah.
2: That's a bonus for me.
3: I love Mexican
2: food. And quality meth, presumably. Yeah, yeah, really that good is- meth.
3: Could Just be fictional, but we assume. When are they going to make a show about Ohio fentanyl production? <laughs> you know, right. where do we get left out?
2: <laughs> it <laughs> could you... actually be kind of compelling if, yeah. if they just made it Ooh. super
1: dry and like sh- sh- should do it like a, like a, oh, you know. well
3: done, oh, somehow we jumped to the start of the first round. No, it's just happening. Sorry, I was thinking about fentanyl.
1: They they, they would ha- probably have to be on like the you know if they did a diners drive ins and dives in Ohio. Like here's Ohio's regional specialty, not Skyline Chili. We're here with we're here with Bob and he's cooking up some meth for
3: us. Yeah. No, that's Ohio's regional specialty is fentanyl. Skyline chili is a Cincinnati thing.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: Most Ohioans don't even like it.
2: Also, we need to remember not to mention like fentanyl or things of that ilk in future, because it clearly like distracts Connor in some way. That he's just staring off into the distance, like drooling at the thought more delicious.
3: Uh, I just had to throw uh,
2: up Homegrown fentanyl.
3: I just had to have a quick little puke into the trash can under my desk. Normal <laughs> old sick, not any other kind of sick, and we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> what are we watching?
1: The the. Sky electric blue liquid in that Gatorade bottle, definitely Gatorade. <laughs> <sighs>
3: oh, so it's okay, okay. So,
2: um, Eldmar Alcantara is at this point way more fun than he was when he moved to <laughs> when he moved to Jackson Wink. Um, yeah, be- he at least trying to do stuff. Like, it, I I do think they genuinely just turned him into like a a really bad like. Wrestling clinch grinder, from what I can recall, and from what I I saw, like briefly passing through the Kevin Casey fight, like yeah, because they him and his brother used to be like variations on tricky but flawed and actually genuinely like athletic mm-hmm. uh, fighters. It was just that you know Ildemar was the the less athletic and uh, the
1: bandy stretched out one, yeah,
2: but he could still do
1: cool stuff every now and again. He does a like lot. A real really reaching under and grabbing Leandro uh, Silva by the cup.
3: Yeah, he's got a real classic other brother look. He does look like they like inflated Yuri, but then sort of melted him
1: yeah. just
2: mm-hmm.
1: a little bit. It, it definitely is the the feeling awesome. of like, oh, here's the super athlete, and here's that other guy who has some of his ge- barely perceptible genetic traits.
3: Yeah, and here's the one that he you know takes care of. Yeah ward i'm pretty sure it's his older brother maybe not though i always assume the bigger one's the older brother but obviously that's there's no reason to think that
2: the slightly melted the slightly melted description is just making me think that he's like he's basically the sloth uh from the goonies to uh you know his brother you love the goonies phil
1: i have watched it recently constantly well oh, that, that now I'm starting to think is there like a less sloth like sloth in that movie that I'm forgetting? Is it yeah, like is chunk the the No I mean it's his it's, it's because he's his
2: no, um evil, um the guy who made um uh who made the uh the Biden film. He's oh, his brother, God. isn't he?
1: Ben Shapiro. Oh. No, oh, no
2: evil. Um Generic evil guy from the uh, from the late eighties, eighties, early nineties.
1: No, that doesn't he, help me.
2: You would you would definitely know him if you. So he he's like a generic evil mobster-looking bloke, and he made um he made the uh the film about Joe Biden's son.
1: My son Hunter. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, starring Lawrence Fox and. John oh, he directed Kane. it. Oh, he directed it. Robert Davy. Yeah, him.
3: Oh, oh, of course.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Robert Downey. The uh, knockoff um, Edward James almost. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he's been doing, like... Edward you know...
1: James almost. as I like. <laughs> That's good. That's
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's upset, but see, I appreciate a good pun, even when it comes from you, Zane.
2: <laughs> uh, also, this fight is action-packed, Zane. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's been all right so far.
2: I it's, it's totally fine. Like, it's so
3: totally fine. I have barely been paying attention because I can tell that it's not as bad as it should be.
1: Yeah, but I think we're we're getting to the part where they they don't grapple anymore. Okay, okay. And so it's just this.
3: All right, we're getting more tentative by the by the moment. I will say, as the first <laughs> round. Goes. Okay, we're we're half throwing strikes. <laughs> It's, it's it's been a pretty good first round though, I gotta say.
2: Yep, I'm I'm pretty disappointed. I gotta I gotta be honest, saying. Um, well, you know. Well, it just finished on my uh thing because I'm I'm remembering we're on, I'm on Fight Pass and you guys are on ESPN. We're on Fight Pass right? too. On, oh no, you're on. on Fight Pass. Okay. We're gonna
3: be perfectly in sync this time. This is the the value of doing.
2: Aside from the games. fact
3: that you're behind. Well, I'm, you know, half a second behind at most.
1: Forgiving Connor's ha- handicap, we're all perfectly insane.
3: That's good, is when Zane just does an insult and everyone just accepts it with silence. <laughs> Could feel that you were you were dissatisfied with that.
2: Well, <laughs> no, I mean that's just I mean what else is there more to say? I mean we do have yeah. to accept Connor's handicaps. Just so. yeah. Be pretty We're...
3: fucked up if you didn't, <laughs> you
1: know. Yeah, that's right. Can I mean, we give you
3: just because I'm half a second behind?
1: Yeah. No, we we, we know with the uh, uh you know the Disabilities Act, we have just installed the technological version of a ramp for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
3: <laughs> Here goes round two, by the way.
2: See, that was okay, Connor.
3: Thank well you. done. Thank you. Almost on time. I like the idea of describing me as being disabled by telling, by introducing me to people and telling them that I'm on a slight delay, <laughs> <laughs> in, like in person. <laughs> this is my friend Connor. He's on a slight delay. Yeah. He's just, just like I'm, I'm apparently normal, but it's like face to face. i have a conversation with someone via satellite. <laughs> Somehow, that's my disability.
1: He skips a little. Just give it. Give him a whack. <laughs>
3: My intellectually disabled friend it just coughed me in the back of the head periodically.
0: 100% uh,
2: suggest pe- that people do that to Connor yeah. if, you, if you meet him.
3: You just you, like Polly Walnut style, you just take off a shoe and crack me you know, like I'm a VCR that's not working. That's right. <laughs>
2: uh, Zayn, this fight's still fine.
3: we a minute into round two, it's, and it's it's not good, but it's.
2: it's that- Good. I, I think a, I, yeah. I think the Kevin Casey one was worse. To uh, well, be honest, I've, I've screwed up. I've screwed up.
1: Yeah.
2: Or have I? Because it had like it had moments where Kevin Casey was obviously winning and thus he won. But other than that, it was it was like this. But Ildemar was not pressuring at all. Like, he wasn't trying to get into range. He was just like, I should do something, but I don't know what it is. Surely
3: a few of the things Kevin Casey did that had him clearly winning were stupid.
2: We <laughs> should
3: we should have done that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it is this fight is still clearly making the point that Ildamar is by far the lesser brother.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, Yuri had basically, like, a round of just...
3: Insane violence.
2: Yeah, of insane violence, and then he would settle down into a lower gear where he was simply just a good MMA fighter.
3: Ildemar had a round of mostly acceptable violence. Now he's settled down into just a slightly lesser version
1: of that. Yeah, then he just... A, solid takedown defense, though. (laughs) It's true. It was a good sprawl. He did well. (laughs) He... Curved off on angle, pushed down on the head. It was, mm-hmm. you know, the real highlight for this round. His name's trying to sell it as if this is
3: a bad fight, but it's honestly not that bad. It's
1: fine. No. Um.
2: Yeah, like for, I mean, I, I think as I said, like they, you know, they were they were Marujo fight team, right? So yeah. I mean, that's them. Uh. Or Mar- is it Mar- Mar- is Marajo? Is it? Mar- I can't remember.
1: Mar- Mar- no, yeah, Marajo. They're Brazilian. The J yeah, yeah. is a J's and J's just a J. Marajo. The R is yeah. a lot like an H. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, that's regional. It depends. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: But yeah, so I mean, I think they were they were largely like self-taught. So like Yuri was probably like, Yuri was an incredible talent, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Eldemar, but you know.
3: So no, that's definitely a type of guy in Brazil for sure. It's like just like the largely like self-trained guy who presumably has a bunch of friends who are fighters to like train with. But Douglas de Silva is of that mold.
1: Mhm. Nah, no, that, that dude legit just training for him was just literally like lifting cinder blocks in his backyard.
3: Yeah. He is the most successful backyard fighter. Sorry, rest in peace, Kimbo. But it's Douglas De Silva. Or possibly Jorge Masvidal.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking actual, like, financial well, and uh, career yeah. success overall, it's got to be Jorge Masvidal.
2: Yeah, but he graduated to uh, actually training with, like, proper people.
3: Yeah. He graduated to being not quite politely ignored at uh,
1: CPAC
0: events.
1: (laughs) Success. Or being billed as uh, as the the Mexican that loves Donald Trump.
3: Resident Latin person. Yes. Okay, it is becoming worse this fight, but it's still not that bad.
1: It's really pretty bad.
2: Also, I feel it, it is Leandro's fault more than it is yeah, Ildemar's. For sure. For sure.
1: Which is like, why
3: I did think this was such a good choice, because mm-hmm. Leandro, Leandro Silva has uh, certain limitations in terms of his fights being exciting.
1: <laughs> he had a fight with, I, I'm starting to uh, feel more and more like you guys are just trying to sell it as not bad, despite me.
3: No, you're just... You're clearly embarrassed that you picked a fight that's fine. It's and not. Fine. We're just it's trying fine. to disillusion you. Like I don't want you to be lying to yourself. It happens.
1: I'm I'm not I'm not coming around on this. This is this is, awful. Much is it's clear, the worst thing ever. That much is clear, but I'm I'm doubling down. This is the worst fight we've ever done. That's fine. You're you know what? It's your
3: prerogative, Sam.
2: Oh, and he got cut after this as well.
1: Silver? yeah. Ah, uh,
3: look at these highlights, thing.
1: They, I mean, the yeah. He
3: landed two wheel kicks on Ildamal Arquitectura. It can't be that bad.
2: Two zero effect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Didn't even twitch as they landed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the one landed like with the heel behind the ear. And yeah. Arquitectura didn't give a shit like, that's where Yuri hits me with the crop every day when he saddles me up and rides me to Jackson wing. I don't feel a thing in that part of my body. Uh. Look at this scene. Round three, and they're exchanging strikes. I'm sorry. You know?
2: Yuri Alcantara is opening with the jab, throwing combinations. Ildemar. Ildemar. Sorry. Yes. Yuri would be would to be fair be doing something much better than this. <laughs> yes. Come on. I,
3: Help I, me I out. grant that. I'm gra- I grant you that. This, this, this is not good. He's pressuring a lot. We have watched much, much worse fights than this. Put this compare this to that fight that you made us watch two weeks ago that I've already literally forgotten who was in it.
2: Yep. You I also couldn't tell you who was in that fight. I remember just uh, <laughs> there's just like a, a a gray static patch in my memory.
3: <laughs> Who was it, Zane? You remember? You're a Giles, Louis Cothi. That's right. This is better than that. Hundred.
2: I've already forgotten it. What <laughs> was it again? Zane
3: just said it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not saying it again. I'm not falling for that. Y'all are assholes. This is good. This This is.
2: I'm just saying, we could have been watching some prime Kevin King, Kevin Casey.
1: We we could have if you'd stepped up.
3: That that was on you. So how have we never realized this before, that as much as Zayn gets pleasure from torturing us with the worst fights possible, we can...
1: <laughs> yeah, we can just turn it around
2: on him by enjoying them more than he wants.
3: Yeah, we can just tell him how much we're enjoying the fight. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: It's not it. fair. <laughs> it's not fair. This fight's pretty good. It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: not fair, damn it. Eldemar's already going for it right now. He's starting to <laughs> feel himself. He's not
1: going for it.
2: <laughs> fight that Great takedown, Eldemar. Fight it.
3: Great takedown defense once
2: again. Yeah, it's actually.
1: Nah, this isn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this show. This show is over. <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh,
3: it's not. It's just a. It's a fine fight.
1: It is not a fine
2: fight. It's not a it's not a fine fight. Oh, that was cool. Um there's
3: plenty of highlights. It's fine.
2: It's not I mean it's below average, but it's it's well below it's,
3: average. It's a it's a C minus. It's a passing grade.
2: Yeah, it gets a passing grade.
3: You wouldn't remember this for its badness. No. Certainly. You wouldn't remember it at all, to be fair, but
2: It's uh, I mean it's not it's not the worst <laughs> it's nothing like close to close to being the worst Eldemar Alcantara or no. the worst Leandro Silva fight that I've ever seen.
3: It's not. Neither of those.
1: Ah uh, fine. <laughs> this is so disappointing. Yeah. Now I'm the one getting depressed. That's not how this is supposed to work.
3: <laughs> I made, I made this depressing. is
1: so...
2: why? How? Yeah, I'm, I'm just disappointed in us that we never realize this. <laughs> All we have to do is enjoy stuff, and it just breaks Zane's little heart.
3: <laughs> <laughs> His little, tiny,
2: shriveled heart. Uh, I am seeing that Leandro Silva did fight Rustam Kabbalov, though.
3: That could be bad. Well, I really that enjoyed Ilkheimar's be... scandalized reaction to that upkick.
2: I mean, Rustam Kabalov and, Leandro, and uh, Leandro Silva is a match made in heaven, really.
3: Now, let's see. He's going to get mad. He's mad about that foul.
2: Mm-hmm. Go. Here we go. It's going time for but... it. Yeah, this is the G Chandler of its day. Come <laughs> <laughs> on,
3: oh, no, Lamar. He just fouled, it it, the clock
1: off for, like, 30 seconds? Yeah, whatever. We're done with that.
3: You can't put a time limit on this kind of greatness.
1: (laughs) Oh, what a
2: level change by... Nice takedown. ...Mildomar.
3: Solid guard pass. Okay, all right. Uh,
2: He's scrambling back up.
3: Hmm?
2: All to play for here.
3: (laughs) Wow. Incredible scramble.
1: Is this at hundred and seventy pounds? Yeah,
2: that's why um Did, that's why silver looks so tiny compared to
1: Yeah, if you say didn't Ildamar Alcantara end up at like light heavyweight? Or am I thinking uh, of another. He may, have. he may have actually.
2: He certainly went to middleweight and then. Uh yeah, no, he definitely went to... Uh, he, he submitted Wagner, Wagner Prado.
1: Hmm? Yeah. yeah, he took out outstir- Within, he went up to middleweight against Richardson Morera, and then he was up to light heavyweight by him, by uh, once he got cut from the UFC, he went to light heavyweight and he's been there ever since. Mm-hmm.
3: He's honestly one of the most successful uh, MMA siblings in the UFC. Most of them have like much much worse showings than their better sibling. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I mean yeah, Ildemar is simply just really boring. Yeah. And again, this was this was before he'd been let's be honest, ruined by Jackson Wink. Like yeah. Yeah. they
3: He looked pretty functional in this fight, to be
2: honest. Yeah, yeah. they they did kind of wreck him. Um made a lot of sense. Everything he was
3: doing there. He clearly won, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I remember when Wagner Prado, like, poked Phil Davis in the eye. Or was it Phil Davis who poked him in the eye? After having, like, a few moments of striking success, and then a whole bunch of people were like, you know what, I think he had Phil Davis's number. I think <laughs> they need to run that one back. I have, Phil-
3: a, I have an image in my mind of, of Wagner Prado making a very funny face. So I think it was him who got poked in the eye.
2: Yeah. And then people were like, yeah, he had this. Uh, like you could tell that he was, yeah, it was Davis, yeah, yeah, Davis, um, Davis was he was and Davis uh, beat Phil Davis, yeah, and people like, I think he had his number, I think Phil Davis was looking for a way out, <laughs> it's was, it was very funny,
1: yeah, I. I mean he did he did look like a good prospect up to that point. He was eight mm-hmm. 0 He was like this big hulking dude. He had some like very raw Muay Thai, Brazilian Muay Thai fundamental kind of game going. And uh yeah, no. Not not destined for greatness. Did beat Johnny Walker though. Yeah. He's got a weirdly like okayish record. Mhm. All right, let's jump over to our next one. It's Stebling time. It's Stebling time. Alex Stiebling, Jason Guida, WEC 22.
3: Just going uh, refreshing the page. We're
1: yeah. Give me one
2: second.
1: Uh. Yep. Okay. All right, starting in three, two, one, go. Now, if this is fun, I take no responsibility.
3: Cause... No, we have no idea what these fights look like. We literally just took it on faith that they can yeah. be
1: good. Hey, it's Jimmy Lennon Jr. I love Jimmy Lennon Jr. He's way too high class for this. Yeah.
3: This is this is the the reason this particular MMA promotion went bankrupt. <laughs> was hiring Jimmy Lennon Jr.
1: The W is the
3: WEC. Yeah. It's oh, the WEC. Yeah. Okay, nice. I didn't know they used to have Jimmy Lennon Jr. do the announcing. Didn't they used to have um, what's his name who does uh, who does UFC announcements now? Oh, uh, he's a good he's a good yeah. uh, a good announcer. I'm I'm ashamed I don't remember his name. Yes, I, I want to say it's Rodriguez or something. I know he speaks. People.
2: Uh Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. Yes, he is a he is a good announcer. I would say better than Buffer.
1: You don't like Buffer? You don't like Buffer's, like... Buffer sucks, dude, let's be honest. Shouty, twisty business?
3: Buffer's move is literally screaming. That's not what an announcer (laughs) does. He doesn't know how to, like, pitch his voice. He just shouts. He's clearly the worst Buffer brother.
1: Martinez was the the, uh, WEC announcer for most of their run.
3: He's good. He's got a great announcer voice. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Make some noise. Wasn't the story on Bruce Buffer too Round just one that, is like about to begin already? By the way, somebody wanted to hire Michael Buffer, and he's like, "No, I don't do that. Try my brother."
3: Starting <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, on the on the theme of other brothers, Bruce Buffer's a great shout. <laughs> like, one of these guys has like the quintessential announcer voice. Most memorable catchphrase. And the other one's catchphrase is it's time. (laughs) Oh. A lot of thought went into that one for Bruce.
2: Jason Guida is really what you want from uh, from (laughs) From from a
1: brother, right? Like all the technical finesse of of Clay Guida with none of the speed or athleticism.
2: Yep, and just looks like a uh, you know, yeah, big slubby beard up version of uh,
1: yeah, like somebody left Jason, or like somebody left Clay Guida in the clone tank too long. Yeah, the,
3: in fact, I I know I said this in the last fight, but with Jason Guida, for some reason, I in, I in intrinsically believe that he's the younger brother. I have no I have no idea who's younger, who's older. But something about him says, like, dumb young brother who's just came out
1: big. Yeah, I think he's Mm -hmm. the older one. He's 45. There's no way Clay Guida's 45. He is five years older than Clay Guida.
3: Wow. That's a
2: lie. He
3: looks um, sort of like Clay Guida crossed with Forrest
2: Griffin. Yes. It's a damn sexy
1: combination.
3: good <laughs> <what you> good-looking <laughs> men.
1: <laughs> it's like an evolutionary throwback at that point. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, so like what the... if what if Clay Guida with uh, no speed, not <laughs> as much cardio, and no wrestling, <laughs>
1: just hard from a glacier? Clay Guida. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I feel like those would be like a breeding pair if you were doing one of those projects. Like they like tried to like recreate the aurochs, so <laughs> like the original wild horse.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: You would definitely pick somebody like Clay Guida and Forest Griffin and be like, what is what was early man really like? <laughs> Jason Guida gets to live on a nice little preserve. <laughs> oh
1: working on so stone folks. tools
3: right now. It's bad so far. I'll give, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give us a pat on the back for that.
1: This fight is really miserable. <laughs> it's the pure boxing from people who have never boxed before. Yeah, like, that's really what it is.
2: I'm enjoying the sort of uh, festive outdoor uh I do like, like an outdoor fight. Background. Yeah. yeah, this it always adds a little something to it.
3: Makes it feel like a Street Fighter level. I also like how we got an extreme close up on Jason Guida just clearly grabbing the fence there. Yes, that was cool. Can I say, by the way, seriously, these Fairtex gloves look so much better mm-hmm. than the UFC gloves or practically doesn't aren't Bellator's gloves just Fairtex gloves with the, with a logo on them?
1: Are they? They they did a whole new be- Bellator glove. Is that still just?
3: Yeah, I thought it was Fairtex. I might be wrong. But why why don't more people do like the red and blue gloves? Why is it the black gloves with the tape? Like it looks good. It's eye-catching. I don't get it. Why do UFC gloves suck so much?
1: The UFCs like I mean for the UFC I think it's all like a brand uh pay thing like yeah. They have a partnership that seems to really work for their for their budget, because there's been talk for, you know, for years at this point about them changing the style of glove and about like, uh, who is it? Um, Rose Nama Eunice's coach, um, Trevor, Whipp- Trevor-, Trevor Whit- Whitman, having his a glove design that everybody thinks is like the the MMA fix. And I'm sure it's just that he won't sell it. You know, he would have the UFC would have to license it from him.
3: Yeah. They don't do that.
1: Is Josh Rosenthal in the background making a weed deal?
3: <laughs> oh, he really is doing a bro. Yeah. Back there.
1: <laughs> He's got, got the the
2: Slavic squat going. <laughs> oh, oh, there's some wrestling from. No, 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 no. Stieblings. take down
1: defense is Ironclad. It, it really has to. I mean, you have to feel for the older brother where the younger brother has take clearly taken everything from you genetically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it all got
3: held back. Yep. Yeah. It is a little depressing. You, you gotta uh, Clay has gotta be in the corner, right? Where's Clay?
1: He's in, yeah, he's gotta be
3: there.
1: You gotta wonder too, like you know... it,
3: it would be very other brother appropriate for the, the sort of theme here if Clay just didn't bother showing up for Jason's <laughs> corner when Jason is in his corner every time.
1: Especially considering that Clay lives out, especially at this point, it was still living out of a an RV. It's like, oh no, I can't make it. <laughs> yes.
2: Jason Weeder is not a man who is favored by slow motion.
3: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the facial expressions he makes mid exchange are awfully. Oh. Come on, show us Clay. We I'm sure I
2: saw, Clay. like, some, what looked like. Some shaggy hair. Yeah, yeah, some shaggy hair, like passing by. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. He didn't want to be shown. That's right. Like, nah, I'm not I'm not actually here, guys. Yeah, no, there's there he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You think he goes in and even though he's not the one fighting, he just goes in and burps in Jason's face?
2: <laughs> and I'm I'm sure they must do, right?
3: That's yeah. That's his corner advice.
1: Well I mean what else is he could <laughs> offer him like technical Yeah. Oh, to... no, he's so gonna bad. burp on him. Yeah. <laughs> Here's how you gotta set you know, set the rear hand up behind the double jack, like look at your footwork, get off to an angle here. No, it's <laughs> gonna be a burp. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: the only way to possibly infuse some of that clayness in uh, in Jason. Just breathe this in, buddy.
1: Oh man.
2: I mean, I think every time he should start off actually giving technical advice, and then it should just just <laughs> devolve into just belching in his face.
1: That's right. He, like, gets halfway through, starts pondering it for a moment. It's just like, yeah, and then you gotta... And then just burps on him. And, and then pops on Rose him Rose and Johnson. leaves.
3: Josh Rosenthal has some good knees, because he has been hitting that pose <laughs> for, <laughs> like, eight minutes now. He's still back there on the ramp,
1: just... Looking like a gangster. Yeah, He's got his hatchback, oh, oh it parked next to him, like open with the big subwoofer in the trunk. Uh huh. Bucket hat on. Couple of music video girls. Mm hmm. We'll sell you a bag of anything you want, provided it's weed. <laughs> provided what you wanted. Or. It.
3: MMA Fighter Blood.
1: Or MMA Fighter
3: he's, he's led to the uh the production of a lot
2: of that.
1: My God. okay,
2: this fight is really terrible. This is miserable, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we were wrong when we when we were like, What if Alex Stevlin's good and fun though? And then we looked at his record and we were just like, No. <laughs> no. Oh, this man is not going to be fun. I mean to be fair to him, it is mostly Jason stinking this place up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well oh. there he finally got the takedown. And he's trying he's trying to do the you can see him he's trying to Clay. do the energy, like it's getting all wild and hair flying around and it just is immediately dying on the van- on the vine here. Okay.
2: And Clay looks to be sitting next to someone who looks vaguely like like just a really like
1: I was going to say Marvin Eastman. Yeah.
3: Is it Marvin Eastman?
1: I don't know. Probably not. But <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to say that I don't think Alex Steebling is going to have a very good guard.
1: <laughs> oh, oh! As you say that, he rolls for the knee bar.
2: That most effective of <laughs> and that's that pride uh, Like look at how unreacting If it is Marvin Whoever is sitting next to Greg Guido is yeah. Just sitting there like an absolute statue
1: Has not moved once Might actually be dead
3: Possibly asleep under the brim of that straw hat
1: <laughs> Thought he, he was here for the gardening show And suddenly got ringside seats To WEC Just frozen in horror Uh huh
3: yeah, Clay told me he was gonna show me the world's biggest pumpkin, but I didn't expect this. <laughs> That's his affectionate name for his brother, you're yeah, thinking. Yeah, he's a prize winning pumpkin.
2: Uh what, a... you like to see the old
3: Ooh, we're tightening the uh the hand on the off. knees. Yeah, yeah. Get his cup back in place. <laughs> he thinks the round's over. Please let us stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, back to it. I think the real, I think the the winning detail for uh, Jason are the like mutton chop sideburns. Yeah, it makes him look like a racket Ralph. <laughs>
2: That's a remarkably good uh, comparison. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's essential to the look he's got.
1: Oh lord, we really need to get back to the the board short era of MMA. Get rid of these these hate- venom, like high slit, tight you know, the modern let us go back to the dudes wearing like I disagree. Pocket camo shorts to fight in.
3: No, I hate the cargo shorts. <laughs> Bullshit. I like I like the valetudo shorts. Those are the best ones.
2: Too
1: dignified to for MMA.
2: Yeah, no, I would say they need they need like they used to be bigger and they, need to have, they also just need to have a lot of pockets. Yeah. Mid
1: calf length baggy shorts. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Those shorts. Oh, look
1: at that shot. Wow. The, those that shorts, the shorts that uh, Mackenzie fought in, you know? Yeah. Cody McKenzie. That yeah. he bought at Walmart. <laughs> just just these shiny game. basketball shorts. And <laughs> the tag still on them while he was in the cage. Made it through two rounds. God,
3: I sure hope Mark Hughes versus Alex Stieblitz is good.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord.
3: What do we, based on this, knowing that Clay is a good wrestler and Jason clearly isn't, what, what's the, do you think Mark Hughes is, relative to his wrestling brother, better or worse than Jason?
1: Oh, he's much, I think Mark Hughes is much better.
3: Much better than Jason?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think mostly the thing with Mark Hughes was just that, you know, he he already he he, he had farmland to take care of. Yeah. He had Mar- Matt's wife to sleep with. Yeah. He had a he had a barn to get pounded behind.
2: That's yeah, a- a pound he's pound pound getting pounded by Matt Hughes behind the barn. <laughs>
3: I feel like we should we need to reintroduce the new generation of fans to the quotes from Matthews' book. <laughs> a real landmark moment for me in Miami. My-
2: I think I think this was I think this was actually a Goldie quote. It's like, yeah. yeah. When what they were it? growing up, Mark and Matthews used to pound each.
1: Other. <laughs> <laughs> I love Goldie. He was the best. Dom, Dom's been, Dom's been finding his way into a little of that lately.
3: I, you know what, I really like Dom now, now that I've I've picked up on every single one of his, like, four or five ticks and mannerisms, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working up to, like, being able to do a Dominic Cruz impression. <laughs> he does this weird thing where he, like, you know how Goldie had his tick where he would say, he would insert the name of the sentence's subject at the end.
1: Yeah, so, yes.
3: With, with did, so he'd be like, uh excellent jab landed there did uh yes did did coleman yes um dominic cruz does a less grammatically correct version of that he'll be like uh and i think he uh i think he just has to uh keep the pressure going and he and then he says in fighter's name so if he's talking (laughs) about jason guida he'd be like i think what he's got to do is just keep a lot of output in jason guida (laughs) He does this weird tic of like inserting a fighter's name with the wrong preposition at the end of the sentence. He does it all the time.
2: Inserting being the operative word. He's got to put a lot of output into (laughs) them. Oh, did he try guard into directly into side control? And the guy behind him in the straw hat looks on absolutely impassively.
3: I think it might be Marvin Eastman. He appears to be wearing a disguise. Yeah, (laughs) he does. That that man, whoever he is, does not want to be recognized.
1: He's famous enough to think that if people see him, they're going to mob him for his autograph. Or that it'll,
3: it'll be in the tabloids. Yeah. Famous person shows up at absolutely disgusting cage fighting
1: event. This fight is absolutely disgusting, though. Yeah, exactly.
3: I wouldn't want to be seen watching
1: this. Who's winning?
3: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
2: Steebling is clearly winning. Is he? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he probably is.
1: Yeah. Jason Guida has gotten hit and had his head snap back like five times in every round.
3: Okay. I'm not arguing. I just, I, I.
1: Hey, that's Uriah Faber. Oh. He's the guy in the orange, in the salmon colored shirt there. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I guess it's it is it is WEC.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just sitting on him now. Going for the toe hold, the MMA <laughs> I classic. I just can't
3: stop looking at this man in the straw hat. <laughs> <laughs> he's just expressionless, motionless. He's not enjoying it.
1: He's, like, sucking on That's his such bottom Such a strange
2: combination. Yeah. Such a strange clothing choice as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. Is uh Steven going to go for another knee bar but this time right. from the top?
1: It's mostly knee a strange clothing,
2: clothing choice. No. So going to North-South. Boring. Knee bars.
1: Oh, this is North-South. more the 69 of North-South.
3: Toe hold from Jason. This is, hold yeah. From
1: Jason. Yeah, this is what we want to see.
3: Trading I... toe holds. Yep. Bro, I know nothing about grappling, and even I know he's not twisting that correctly to actually get a finish he's twisting his own
1: arm more than the foot yeah
3: you gotta bend the ankle down think heel hook you idiot you stupid lumpering idiot
1: <laughs> just, just, he's gonna put the foot in his mouth now and just start
3: sucking
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going for the old heels to the
3: to the shoulder blade to the
2: back okay
3: Bro, this, this is, mission this is. isn't happening. What do you do?
1: Just give it a little lick. See what happens. I don't want that visual.
3: <laughs> Zane to his wife. <laughs> Just see what happens, you know? I'm curious, that's all. Yeah.
1: Never true. <laughs> I don't know any more than you.
2: Mm. Elbows to the side of the knee.
1: Look, if it's good enough for Vitor, it's good enough for me, all right? Okay. Come on. He's, I'm not sure if wedge-y. you should take
2: that that a, approach to... He literally just, oh, he... Gives Did he just think... a wedgie. Yes. yes. Nice. That. I mean, that is like just him resorting eyes. to like his most primal instincts.
3: Because <laughs> the only other person who's beaten his ass this bad has been his little brother. That's
1: right.
3: <laughs> it's his only move is wedgie.
1: Uh, elbows to the butt to finish it off. I just saw the, the ICP insane clown posse tattoo on Steve Ling's ankle. Hell yeah. What could be more perfectly MMA than an oh, ankle yeah. tattoo of the Insane Clown Posse logo?
3: This would a yes. sweet event to go to though. This is a cool venue.
1: Yeah. And you know you could have gotten a you could have gotten a whole ass load of classic tap out shirts set too, you know. Oh yeah. It's like key selling them out of the trunk of the car days for tap out. Jason could hardly look at the camera there. He looked ashamed. Uh, I think the other guy in the straw hat might be Rico Rodriguez.
3: was an embarrassing takedown. The fact that that worked. He did the flying knee and then just like uh, tried to cling to the man who was trying to take him.
2: Yes. He's not an athletic gentleman. No. Uh. Oh. It was less of, yeah, because I thought it was like pulling guard, but I think it was just like it looked more like he just didn't want to hit the ground
3: Yeah, he was doing the knee and then he realized he was falling and then he just held on
1: Yes
2: like,
3: Barely had to try to take him down okay, who won this? Steebling wins, right?
1: Yeah Okay. What is that Pimp Pit Fight Team? That pimp Pit Pimp Pit oh. Fight Team but there's no the kerning is there's no kerning between pimp and it. so no, it's pimp pit. Pimp, pimp pit. pimp pit. Pimp <laughs> pit.
3: It's the pit where they drink a lot of pims cups. Ah. Mm. Classier version of uh, of the pit. I just I do love revisiting this era in MMA because it's still really stupid, but the fashion. Yeah, it is so bad. Everything looks so bad.
1: Well, it's it's it's. This is what MMA was at at its core. Yeah, like, this yeah. is this is how this sport grew was out of like the whitest, angstiest dude styles of the early 2000s. MMA is dude style. Oh, we get a post fight interview.
3: Yeah. Listening to it or are you moving on? I,
1: I think, think we're we moving on. Oh, okay.
3: I'm listening. I'll see. What's I'm...
1: a little He's a bit bigger slower. stronger
3: opponent. He's uh a little bit slower.
1: The understatement of the uh, of the night. <laughs> You replay the wedgie? Oh, they didn't. Nah. That was the highlight of the fight. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> that thing I was doing, I don't know.
2: Nobody gets a foothold on me.
1: <laughs> got a hold of my jock, stra- jock strap and gave me a good tug.
3: Quite a candid interview there from yep. Keebling, to be honest. Thanks everyone uh, for watching. I needed this. Yep. <laughs> he said, He's like, I've, I've lost a bunch of fights in a row, so sorry if the yep. fight was boring, but I needed
1: it. Right. Yep. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right. Now. Our final, our main event, Mark Hughes, Alex Stiebling, UFC 28. Let me go ahead and refresh.
3: Oh, this video is only 17 minutes long. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: (laughs) All right. Starting in three, two, one, go. God, oh, that's uncanny. It looks yeah exactly
3: like Matt. Wow, the old synth version of the UFC theme yep. music. It sounds like a MIDI file. That's awesome.
1: I love I I love the style of classic UFC. it, it was pure like. We could be holding this event at any bar near you, but we get a yeah. lot of money to do it. So yeah. we're going to keep that bar vibe and just pump it up way up. Is it the Trump Taj Mahal?
3: Wrestling background, good submissions, trains I, in striking.
1: I, I will say, always <laughs> loved, I clearly love, love not moves. kind to Alex Steebling. What's that? Clearly, the years are not kind to Alex Stiebling because this is the same guy we just watched. Yeah, yeah, he was a good-looking guy. Yeah. He hit on some hard times. What the hell? So Why does
3: Mark Hughes gets the electric guitar version of the theme? The yeah, so like, Alex Stiebling, a shitty synth trumpet sound.
1: Too bad they have a Royal Rumble where they have to have, like, 30 versions of that song. Yeah. They have, like, the soft the soft jazz flute version. <laughs> there's the a version
3: they, with they, version. they run out, so there's a version that's just like the pitched dog barking noises.
1: Very
2: strong for his size. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Product of Militage Camp. <laughs> Very strong for his size. Also, wrestling background. I'm not sure that Alex Stiebling has a wrestling background, if we're going to use that to uh, as a way to explain both of these guys' styles.
1: Discipline,
2: integrate
3: what? Integrated.
1: Integrated, like a like a swimming pool. Damn it! He went to
3: went to a mixed school. <laughs> his main uh, discipline.
1: Hey, this is back when they actually I had oh, action doing the uh, ring card duty.
3: I'm I'm sorry, that's better. It, these, it ring, was... these ring girls are thicker than the ones I got now
1: provided by an, uh, uh oh, what's his name Andy Anderson and his, right. tech, his totally new steakhouse right and it turned out that he was a full on white supremacist yeah. gang leader he had to fight in the UFC once he, he he sponsored so much of the early UFC events that they actually gave the fight
0: wow
2: Wrestling. <laughs> why do the green girls hold up cards
1: they should Same do that. We should, back to that we should we should have
3: yeah the, the cards describe the styles of the fighters
1: yeah so they had another card that said integrated wow yeah
3: very young looking mario yamasaki here we go with round one now I do like the look of this, actually. I do, too. Somehow the octagon looks even huger than it does nowadays. I, I think, think it maybe it's big- because the venue feels smaller.
2: I, I think, think it think probably was, was just bigger. Yeah. So? it looks. Yeah, big. it just looks bigger.
3: It looks massive.
2: I think it's also, like, uh, shorter. Mm. I think the cages were a bit higher uh, back then. Yeah.
3: And also they just got, like, a loose like trash bags is like the covering like they couldn't stitch it on make it look good but a lot of rough edges there to like cut your scalp on all right pretty quick takedown for mark hughes there's stebling's wrestling background on display yeah having seen stebling i'm the only person who's apparently familiar with this guy because i I I've seen him in a few Pride events. Uh I've seen this dude in his guard a lot. So as soon as I saw a wrestling background I was like, uh,
1: that's questionable." We should we should go back to letting letting fighters wear shoes again though. Yeah, I don't see why not. Wear shoes go go back to like the can't throw kicks if you wear shoes.
2: Oh, there's a uh, Matt in the background.
1: Yeah. They're just gonna switch between rounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it. He's got his own set of trunks on under his under that. He's just gonna tear away the clothes and do a quick swap.
3: This is a this is a classic wrestling position. Steebling has got himself stuck in here.
2: Yeah. He does like his uh, heel hooks and his uh, leg submissions. Yeah, How yeah. many of those has he got in his, uh, his, his career? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Given that he seems to go for several per fight.
1: He has a heel a- hook in Kai Hansen at Hook and Shoot Driven in 2000. He's got a couple heel hooks. He's
3: got three. He's got an ankle lock.
1: Huh.
2: Well, that's better than I was expecting. I was expecting just
1: zero. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No knee bars, three heel hooks, and an ankle lock. All in the very early stages of his blind squirrels and
1: you know all that.
3: Well, that is the leg lock specialist skull. Like a blind squirrel to find a nut.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, yeah, this is bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is bad in a in a way that only this era of MMA can be. Yep. Yeah. People don't just get out wrestled like this, and when they do, they get beaten up far worse. Like.
1: Yeah. Like, yep.
2: This is classic in... lay and pray era. Yeah.
3: Wrestlers don't tend to just get like stuck in half guard and guard or whatever. And Th- this is them.
1: why we. This is why we have. For for those of us that remember, this is why we are so anti, so vehement that control time should not score, because we don't we don't want to drive MMA back to this.
2: I mean, this the thing is that people learned to not let this happen to them. I think yeah. it's probably the more than any kind of yeah. rule change that 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 because it's even if it's not scoring that well, it's still he can't win, you know people don't want yeah. to be in this position. It sucks, yeah,
3: there's yeah. a good elbow from Mark,
2: but yeah, this is this is bad, like bad
3: okay yeah. he's, he's found that right elbow now from that inside tie. He's figuring out how to land effective strikes now,
1: it's like, I don't even think it's that he's going for the elbow. he's trying to like skim a punch and a forearm across the face. hey, you can go for both, yeah, uh,
3: classic boxing trick. Yep. I was throwing a hook. My elbow incidentally cracked into his jaw after it missed. Another right elbow. Do it, Mark.
1: No, he's got punches to miss first.
3: A couple good attempts. I'm going to give Mark credit for the last minute of this round. Sure, sure. He worked his way into some
1: meaningful offense. It's so wild that you could have your corner just, like, right there, yeah, standing. I think it was – well, uh, I guess it wasn't – that would have been earlier. I was going to say it was – I think it was, like, Joe's son the, was the reason that they uh, eventually started making corners step back. But, off the apron? Yeah, but I think that was – I think he was just a special case all around. Cause he was n- notably like when he, cause he was cornering chemo for so long and he would, you watch him hit the old events with chemo and he would literally be like hand in the cage, screaming through it, <laughs> standing on the ringside.
3: I kind of think we should bring that back. I think the corners should be allowed to run around right cage and mm-hmm. follow the action and then just get into fights with each other outside. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. That lends itself to its own, uh, it's um like should be bonus five, fights.
3: The apron yeah. should be five feet wider to allow for good team brawls while
2: the other side <laughs> is Yeah, actually yeah, no, this is a the point. There sh- it should be a moat. A moat <laughs> on the outside of the cage. That was and uh you have to balance your you have to balance your cornering team between like <laughs> the enforcers and the tactical
1: advisors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was all uh, what's his name's idea? John Milius you know, because he helped design the Octagon. Yeah. What? Yeah, he he was a big uh, producer of the first UFC event. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. It was, it. it they turned to uh, John Milius to help with the concept and the the um the creative, you know, the marketing for it and, and all that. Got,
3: they should have got Basil Palladoras
1: to do the theme music. Absolutely should have sounded like but, the anvil of Crom. but yeah the original like uh john millius octagon was like far wire topped with like a moat around it
2: awesome see you need the moat and yeah. then you need to have uh yeah tactical corner teams that have to survive assaults from the other corner
1: absolutely Or like at the very least give each corner like a cattle prod that can fit through the chain link. <laughs> mm. So that if you're if you're if you're too close to your opponent's corner, they could just hit you with it.
2: Yeah, I like, give them limited uses. Like you gotta yeah. pick when you can use your three your three shocks.
1: Yeah. This is
3: one of those fights that's just bad just because one guy is just easily winning but really not able to progress beyond the yeah. where he's just kinda easily winning.
2: Yeah, I mean, so this is—I mean, one of the things about Matt Hughes is that he was actually like a very dangerous submission grappler and grounded and pounder.
1: He was the well. The thing is that he—he he was the meaner one. Yeah. Yeah. He was—he was the asshole between he, he and his brother. That much is yep. clear.
3: He's the one who took after Pat Militich. <laughs>
1: yes,
2: the one who... Noted intellectual, Pat Militich. Yeah. The one who really, uh, yeah, I think he he took to the bullying atmosphere, uh, oh. like a duck to water. But yes, probably the pounder rather than the poundy. Yeah, yeah. Batty batty
1: head!
3: We'll look up some of the other, some of the quotes from uh Matt Hughes's book. Uh, I need to care about this.
2: This is just dismal. Yeah. This is a such a classic lay and break performance. Yeah. I would real. have honestly thought that by this point even by this point the sport would have gotten past this, but it really hadn't.
1: No.
0: I mean,
2: you know, remembering how widespread uh, like the fear of lay and pray was back in, you know, 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. It just didn't exist like this does. No. You know, you go back and you watch like people who they said were lay and prayers of that era, like Fitch or Maynard or... Rashad Evans, and you're just like, yeah, bro, it wasn't this.
1: No, it wasn't this. Oh, man. Yeah, this is...
3: Well, instead, I've been directed to Matt Hughes's wiki quote page. Mm-hmm. And there's a quote where it says, Joe Riggs introduced his wife to Matt Hughes, and Matt Hughes is quoted as saying... Hi, I'm Matt. I'm the guy that beat up your husband a few months ago.
2: I mean, to be that's fair, that could head. be an that could be an awkward joke, but yeah. yeah, knowing Matt Hughes, it probably wasn't. It's
3: clearly, if it's intended to be a joke, the thing that Matt found funny about it was that it was cruel. Yeah, <laughs> we know Matt Hughes.
2: Yeah, exactly. If you, it, but if you didn't know Matt Hughes, you'd be like, oh, maybe that's someone like. You know, trying yeah. to get past an awkward thing by making a joke out of it early and
1: doing it not very well.
2: But if you know that, you should.
1: Probably joking. incredibly yeah. proud of it. Yeah. Just saying it with full pride. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least they know it. That was, that was yep. a good announcing line. Yep. Not a not a ton of pound, but lots of ground. <laughs> also, why is this just a big chunk of skin missing off Matt uh, off yeah. Mark's nose there? Well,
3: clearly, it happened like in training camp because it was in his tail of the tape photo. Like,
1: yeah, they did, yeah. They
3: didn't have a photo ready to go. They did it like the day before the event.
2: Well, I hope you're happy, Zayn. This was dismal.
1: Yeah, I am. This is made this made me more happy. Although there were only two rounds somehow, which And I think we've been
2: saved. We've been saved from more Alex Stiebling fights by Yuri Alcantara. Yeah. He's our action fighter savior.
1: Oh Lord. Yeah, you think Alex? Yeah. I should have done more to spend those takedowns, he says. It is, yes. That is definitely
2: true.
1: Is it done? Yeah, apparently. Apparently this is only a two-round fight. Huh?
2: Praise the Lord.
3: Was that a thing? Why do I always forget what the rule set was in the early UFC?
2: The U- I mean it's because it changed so many times. It changed so many times. Remember
3: we watched that one fight ages ago where there were like nineteen round breaks of indeterminate yes. length. Oh
2: yeah. And it was like that was no rhyme or reason as to when they happened. Yeah.
3: And we, and we didn't have the volume on, so we also just couldn't tell like is this is there, was there a foul?
2: Yeah.
3: Is the round over? They're talking to their corners. Wait, Mark One?
2: <laughs> just about managed to yeah. squeak it out with
3: oh lord he just walks over to Matt Matt just spits in his face
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright well that was that was suitably dismal
3: what a great way to cap off. A wonderful episode of the Depressed. Can we go back to watching good bad fights?
1: Yeah. No, I'm I not watching that me. happen again.
3: Oh, we have to watch one good bad fight on the next
1: one. Okay. We've maybe got like
3: one. four more depressuses coming up this year. Somebody did
1: recommend we do uh Ricky Ricky Tercios' latest fight. Okay. So we could do that, maybe. Well, he doesn't sound like a fan.
3: Who All recommended that? <laughs> Mhm. You you I just realized you made that up.
1: No, 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 no. Somebody hit me up on Twitter and said we should do an all bantamweights episode so that he could get, we could get Ter- Tercios in there for his last fight.
2: It's going to be hard to do an all bantamweights episode.
1: Yeah, it's, it I, I that's why I didn't bring the idea up. Yeah. It it felt too much too go- it felt too good and I didn't, you know. It's not what I want for this. All right. On that note, though, we're going to wrap it up. You can find me on Twitter at TheZaneSimon. You can find Phil on Twitter at EvilGregJackson. You can find Connor on Twitter at BoxingBush. You can find all three of us over at BloodyElbow.com. Give us a like, subscribe to our podcasts on BloodyElbow Presents, on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good places. And the MMA Depressed Us will be back in one month's time, uh, one and a half month's time, at the end of November for a Thanksgiving special. And then we will actually be doing like three straight episodes from uh the end of December into the beginning of January. Wow. wow. So, we'll get ready for another MMA themed uh film or the oh yes, our Christmas tradition of watching some terrible Randy Couture movie.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, say, that honestly. does sound good actually. I'm um, I'm down <laughs> for that
3: one of the the legendary oeuvre of of, uh, Hector Echevarria.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Always. All right. So look forward to that, everyone, and we'll see you again soon. Adios.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Presents production. To check out more of our content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is titled Bloody Elbow Presents. We're also on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Player FM, and Amazon Music. Just search for Bloody Elbow Presents and you'll get brand new shows throughout the week, including Care Don't Care, the Level Change Podcast, the MMA Section, the 6th Round Post Fight Show, 6th Round Retro, the MMA Depressed Us, Crookland's Corner, exclusive fighter interviews, show money, guest podcasts, the Hey Not The Face podcast, and radio style play-by-play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com slash blog, and as always on bloodyelbow.com.